Next week, I'm going to be giving a talk at Infusionsoft's partner conference. And the title of that talk is Never Let a Good Plan Get in the Way of Success. And I think this is a particularly interesting topic, not just for Infusionsoft partners, but for any business owner. Because there is a tendency for us to create a cage when we create a plan. And that cage is too rigid for real life, right? So I was talking with my daughter, and I think I mentioned this before in another episode about the evolution of animals and creatures and how if if an animal or an organism is not able to adapt to its environment, it'll end up dying, right? And it becomes extinct. And so your ability to adapt to your environment is really important. But at the same time, you have an outcome that you're going after. And so I think one of the secrets right off the bat to never letting a good plan get in the way of success is separate plans from outcomes. Outcomes is what you really want. Plan is your best guess at how to get there before you start acting. And as you act, a good plan is going to become a bad plan pretty quickly because you're going to learn that a lot of your assumptions were off. Things that you thought would work out a certain way will not. And the problem becomes if you get too rigid on the plan is that you start going where the plan will take you instead of the outcome that you said you wanted to achieve. So the the real secret for most businesses in order to determine if a plan is working or not is feedback, right? And you can get feedback from a lot of different places, but I'm going to focus in on customer feedback in, in this discussion because customer feedback is super critical, but the only feedback that really is useful is negative feedback. It, you know, we get reviews and we'll post them on our Facebook page and, you know, they say nice things about us because most of the time when people are giving us reviews, it's because something good has happened. And, you know, that's nice, but it's not very useful. I mean, it does give you some confirmation that what you're attempting to do is working. And, of course, you know, you want to know what is you know, what you're doing is working. But the feedback that actually will help your business to grow is negative feedback. And sometimes and you don't want it to get to this point, but the more bitter the feedback, the more useful it actually can be. Because when someone gets to that point where they give you bitter feedback, it means they've let all the niceties, the you know, the politeness of society, you know, drop away, and they're just going to give you the cold hard facts as they see them. And one of the big things about you know, especially bitter negative feedback, is it can be destructive for people if you don't know this secret. So I'm going to share two secrets with you. The first one is never take negative feedback personally. It's not about you. It may be about something you created or something you did, but it's not about you as far, as far as who you actually are. So don't take it personally. Be curious about the cause of feedback. That's the next secret is be curious. You know, what is the cause of the feedback? Now, notice I didn't say be curious about the feedback because feedback is always tainted by our own perspective. So the person who's upset may be upset because they actually kicked the dog and hurt it and they were upset about that and then somebody said something unkind to them and then they have some interaction with your business and all of it's colored by those other bad experiences and so now they're really upset and they just let you have it instead of holding back anything. They tell you everything. Okay, fair enough. You want to hear them and you want to hear them fully. You really want to understand what they're trying to communicate because as people feel heard, they tend to communicate more clearly, and they can get out things that they need to get out. 
And once they do that, now you want to be curious about the cause of the feedback and you want to dig in. You want to really get deep into what's causing this feedback to come out. Now, we're not just going to analyze the person and that kind of thing, but we want to see you know, what chain of events led to this, this feedback coming to us because that chain of events probably has within it a secret that will help us to be able to really grow our business better. Now, I used an analogy in my presentation about a tree. And, you know, the, the question old Jim Rohn used to ask is, you know, how tall will a tree grow? And he would say in his crackly old voice, as tall as it can, right? And the question is, how big will your business grow? And the answer is, as big as it can. So your business tries to communicate with you. And if you don't listen, you get really bitter negative feedback. So there is a, there is a feedback loop that is before the customer complains um, but a customer complaint, again, is not a terrible thing if you deal with it properly and you get curious about it and don't take it personally. So I looked up online uh, about trees because I was, you know, this analogy hit me of trees and how a tree will grow. And I, what I remembered from a biology class I took that depending on how you prune a tree, it will actually grow taller or wider. So, you know, if you cut all the branches at the top, actually a tree will grow wider. If you cut some of the branches on the bottom and the, and the sides, it will actually grow taller. So it's very curious how this uh, organism of, uh, you know, and this is most trees, not all trees, I guess, but most trees are this way. And so how you prune them actually impacts how they grow. And so uh, when you get a branch on a tree that's growing the wrong direction so that it won't be healthy and strong and not fall apart at some point, and that branch doesn't get pruned off, it will, can eventually lead to the death of the tree. Like if you get a real long, big branch shooting off to the side and then it causes an imbalance in the tree and then a big storm comes and boom, that whole branch falls off. And it's because it wasn't properly pruned in the first place. Um, you kind of want all your branches in a tree going upwards and outwards. And so if one is coming out straight to the side or down, you actually would want to prune that. And if you don't, if you don't prune the offshoots that come out from the roots and everything, it, that will cause the tree not to be as strong and as sturdy and as good as it could be. Well, this negative feedback is a signal that there's a branch in your business that is growing in the wrong direction. It's incongruent with the rest of your business and the mission that you probably have stated in your mind or verbally or written of what you want your business to be. And so as you get negative feedback, some people's tendency is to get defensive. They get upset at the person that gave it to them. They start blaming them for being an idiot and all that kind of stuff. And that just totally prevents that business owner from enjoying the opportunity of being able to prune their business properly so that it can grow bigger and more profitable and better. And so if you have negative feedback on a regular basis, you can just imagine how draining that is in your life. I mean, I bring this up fairly frequently, but I do because it's important. And that is that you don't know how many days you have on earth. You just don't know. You know, I, I remember a kid when I was 20, I was serving a mission for my church in Brazil. And I'd been talking to him and was teaching him some things, trying to help him to, you know, fix some things that were not good in his life that were preventing him from being happy. And so, you know, we were talking about that. And then um, that next weekend, he was at a barbecue and went swimming in a lake and got tied up in some weeds and drowned. He was 16. And I just realized, you know, there's no guarantee of how many days you get on earth. You know, I, meanwhile, I have a grandmother who's turning 90 this year, you know. 
And I have, you know, my grandparents lived to late 80s, mid 90s. You could grow really old, but you don't know how many days you have. And, and then there's the whole thing with work. You know, most of us spend most of our time during our day, you know, that have jobs or businesses working. So most of your day is spent in that. Where would you, do you want it to be an unpleasant experience with people constantly harassing you, complaining, you know, telling you how terrible things are? Or would you like to have something where, you know, you're actually delivering on what you hope to deliver and people are excited about it and they're happy with you and they're grateful for the work that you're doing? I think most people want the latter, right? And so to get that, though, you have to be willing to prune the business. And the way you know how to prune the business is you've got to listen to the feedback. And negative feedback is the only useful feedback because it shows you or gives you some hint as to where is something that's going incongruently in your business with where you want it to actually go. And so listening to that feedback allows you to do that. But the problem is with feedback is that most people avoid it. They don't want it. They don't seek it out. And one of the things that we do at Fix Your Funnel is we, we think about the customer journey. Like if somebody's getting, you know, they've decided they want to use Fix Your Funnel. They start going through that process. We think about where are some points at which somebody might um, need help or feel frustrated or, you know, have questions that, you know, we try to find, design ways to make sure that they don't have any of those scenarios. But what are some places where that could happen? And we reach out. So we'll send a text message asking, how's your experience? We'll do a website chat that asks, you know, how are things going? And we do that at key moments that we think could be times at which maybe somebody's ready to receive help if they weren't ready to receive help uh, initially when they got started with us. Or where we could get feedback from them that would help us to do a better job. By doing that, by making ourselves available to hear negative feedback, one of our questions is, what could we be doing better right? That's a great question because it doesn't necessarily mean that there, there is something wrong, but if they felt like something was wrong, they could communicate that with us. And then that gives us a chance to not take it personal, look at it, understand the true cause, and then start deciding if there's something that we need to prune in the business. So there's something we need to improve, take out, do differently. And so it, the interesting part about feedback is if you ask for it, then you receive it. And when you receive it, then it doesn't go other places normally. And so, like, in, we're not perfect, so we make mistakes. And we make mistakes all the time. And sometimes our software isn't perfect, and it makes mistakes. And when that happens, uh, instead of deflecting, we like to take ownership of it. And then we like to communicate clearly what's happened and what we're doing to try and address it. And then we seek to fix it and then you know make sure it's fully resolved in the mind of the customer. That doesn't mean we do everything that everybody wants, but you know that's generally the flow. And what's fascinating is when you do that, even somebody that was really upset and maybe complaining or even bad-mouthing you in public can become an ally when you listen to them, hear them, and respond to the core of what really was bothering them. And at the same time, your business improves, and that means your reputation in the marketplace gets better, and then your ability to receive referrals, your ability to uh, keep people that start doing business with you goes up as well. And so it's just a, a great cycle upward as you start to listen to that feedback. So that's how you get external feedback. Now, But I alluded to the fact that external feedback is not, you know, it's good, and it's important that you hear it and you receive it and that you're seeking it. But it's actually kind of a, a later feedback. That's not the feedback that you, you know, that's not the signal that you want from the business to know how to grow it. 
but it is you know something that's built in that will help you no, you know no matter what. But my first choice is not to have to get there at all, right? So when you're creating software, there's a couple different approaches to it. One is just build as quick as you can, throw it out there, and then see what happens. You know, and let people tell you about bugs, and then you go fix them. Another one is you think about the problem, you try and address the core problem, you build the thing, then you test it, then you think about everything you can possibly do to to break it, and then you solve for those, and then you put it out. And you probably won't catch everything, you'll still get some feedback, but you've done most of the work yourself instead of leaving it to the customer, you know, to go th- work through it. And you know, the latter is a better approach because you're going to have a better experience overall. And as you go through the testing and the trying, then you figure out what works. And that will inform future decisions. So when you create a plan and you're not happy with somebody, or not somebody, but something that's happening in the business, then your first thing to do is find out what's the root cause. Now, this is where a lot of people get thrown off at the very beginning is because when there's something they don't like going on in their business, human nature is to blame Find somebody that we can assign the responsibility to. Maybe that's why there was even the concept of scapegoat, right? Is because we want somebody else to be responsible for our lapses in judgment, our poor choices, you know, things that we don't like. That's the the first place where people get off track. So the first key is when you discover that something is not going right, there's some negative impact in your business. And it could just be something that you don't like. It doesn't have to necessarily be something everybody doesn't like, but you as the owner, you just like, this really bothers you about the business. Now that is your gut trying to give you initial feedback and critical feedback. Now frequently people will do one of two things with that. They'll either bury it or they'll deny it, right? I guess those are the same things, but they just, they don't want to face it ultimately. And the best thing to do when there's something that bothers you about the business is dig in. Go try and figure out what the root cause is without placing any blame on anybody or anything. Now that may sound difficult to do, but what we're trying to do is not give ourselves an out. We want to actually understand what is causing the problem. Now, some people will say, well, if you figure out what's causing the problem, aren't you associating blame with it? And what I'm saying is you're just trying to find out what's causing it, not make a judgment or call about that person, thing, process, or whatever. Those are kind of different. And we want to make sure that we can actually validate that that's the core cause. And the way that we do that is we identify a potential solution that we think would address the root cause of the problem. Now, the, the place where people go wrong in this is they start thinking about how they're going to implement the solution when they're creating the solution. And the problem with that is you'll start neutering and uh, you know cutting short this solution because you're thinking about it in the confines of how you know to implement it. But when you're coming up with a solution to this core problem, the key is don't think about how you're going to implement it. Just think about what in the ideal situation would we need to do to fully resolve this root cause. And the good thing about that is it allows your mind to explore areas that you might not explore if you're thinking about implementation at that point. Now, before you start implementing the solution, you want to take your your solution that you've come up with and you want to start exploring and seeing, does does this create any negative side effects that I wouldn't like? And so you start thinking about, okay... If we had this similar situation that we had that gave us the you know the problem in the first place that I didn't like, what would happen with this solution? And you start imagining things that could go wrong. 
if you have a team, if you're fortunate enough to have a team, and you bring up your proposed solution to the team, and the team says, yeah, but, that's good. You want to hear that. Because if they say, yeah, but, what they're actually doing is they're exploring the potential negative impacts of your solution. And then what you do is you don't shoot down the yeah, but, but you actually listen to it and then take into consideration, see if you can improve your solution to eliminate the yeah, but. And if you can do that, now you're getting closer to the solution that will actually produce the results you're looking for. So now once we've done that, we've eliminated all the yeah, buts by actually addressing the core concern that creates the yeah, but about your solution. And you can come up with these on your own, but if you have a team, sometimes they'll see things you won't. So you want to include them in that process. Now you actually start working on implementing. And what happens during the implementation phase is sometimes executing on the strategy that you want doesn't include the tools that you have. And so you may have to go shopping for new tools that will help you to achieve that outcome. Sometimes it's useful to talk to other people that have achieved outcomes that may be similar, and you can ask them, how how are you doing this? Here's what I want to accomplish. You'll find if you talk to uh, the Fix Your Funnel team, we do have different solutions that we'll talk about. It's mostly to give you ideas, but frequently we will ask the, or start the conversation with the question of, what are you trying to accomplish? Because in knowing what you're trying to accomplish, that gives us a better chance of helping you get there than you know if someone gets fixated on how they're going to, to execute that. So that's useful when trying to get help from other people like Fix Your Funnel. Okay, well, that's a, that's a pretty important topic. I'm sure it'll come out different when I present it at PartnerCon, but I wanted you to have that because I think it's useful to think about feedback and think about how can I accept it? How can I face it without it being a personal attack on me or feeling, taking it personal and start blaming people and getting upset? When you really, really understand what feedback is, it's really a cry for help. It's that person saying, I want to do business with you help me to figure out how to do business. Now, that being said, there's two type of people you know, out in the world. There are destructive complainers, and they may not be destructive complainers their whole life, but you know, some people are at different phases, and you know, that's that. And then there's frustrated doers. Now, if you get a destructive complainer, you'll, you should be able to know pretty quick because when you go to accept their feedback and hear them out, they don't stop. They keep going, they keep going, and nothing will satisfy them. At that case, you know, you just have a destructive complainer. A destructive complainer still may have something to offer you with their feedback, but they're not somebody you're ever going to satisfy. So you just have to accept that and not take it personal when they can't be satisfied. And in my personal opinion, I would want to eject them from my business. Now, a frustrated doer is somebody who wants to just spend more money with your company in some way. And so you just have to adjust your plan and let them. And part of that starts by hearing them out, finding out what they're, again, pointing to. What were you trying to accomplish? What were you hoping to get as an outcome? And then evaluating and saying, okay, is our business set up to actually deliver that? And is this something that we would want to deliver? Because if somebody's complaining or they're a frustrated doer, the chances are what they're really saying is, I want your business to adjust so that I can give you more money. Because I see that you can help me, but the help you're currently offering doesn't get me to the destination I'm trying to go. And then that's a decision you have to make. But knowing and recognizing that that's a decision that you can make gives you a lot more liberty in deciding how do we want to grow the company. Because maybe you may discover that you were offering you know, service A, but some of the people that have service A really want service B that you don't offer. And you could probably organize some way to get them service B that could end up producing way more profit than Service A ever would and really grow your company in a way that you hadn't expected. 
And again, that's why you don't want to get built into a cage with your business, but you want to give yourself that opportunity to be able to grow and to develop as you move through this process of growing a business. So I hope this helps you as you are exploring how to deal with feedback, how to deal with those people that are very vocal, as well as how to listen to your own gut and instincts as you try to grow your business before someone complains. This is Ryan Chapman with Fix Your Funnel. Keep moving forward.